It's Tuesday, April 15, 2014. The UN panel says the world must act now. We have the means to do this. But it remains a huge, huge challenge. Green News Report special coverage. The UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change report on mitigation. The costs, the risks, and the opportunities. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We are not saying this is a free lunch. Climate policy is not the free lunch. But climate policy could be a lunch worthwhile to buy. Well, either way, it sounds like a delicious lunch. And I'll have the carbon fries with that. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, over the last several weeks, we have had several phases of this massive report from the UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the IPCC. It came in three phases. This is their fifth assessment. They do one every few years. Thousands of scientists participate, volunteer on this report. We've had three phases. The first phase? Yes, that was on the physical science, what we know and how we know it. And then we had the second phase? That was on the impacts of global warming that are happening today and the serious impacts to come. And now we finally have the third and final report to be ignored by the mainstream media (laughs) on... This is on mitigation, ways and means to cut our emissions of greenhouse gases like carbon dioxide that are warming the planet. The upshot of the report is that it is not too late to address the climate change crisis and take Taking action now will be a lot cheaper and a lot more successful than if we decided to wait. Now, the report calculates that we have about 15 years to begin launching major and aggressive changes in our energy supply if we're going to keep global temperatures from rising more than 2 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial times. And 2 degrees Celsius is almost 4 degrees Fahrenheit. Right. And overshooting that 2 degrees Celsius threshold is likely to cause serious harm to our civilization and the natural systems that support Oh, that's all. That's why this is important. IPCC Chairman Rajenda Pachari says this effort, however, will only succeed if all nations work together. If we really want to bring about a limitation of temperature increase to no more than two degrees Celsius, then this is the message that comes out very clearly from this report. A high-speed mitigation train would need to leave the station very soon, and all of global society would need to get on board. Now, the report calculates we have to reduce greenhouse gas emissions 40 to 70 percent by the year 2050. (laughs) I know. Oh, Oh, you're serious? And fall to near zero by 2100. They say that climate change is primarily an energy problem. This ambitious goal can be reached by increasing the development of clean and renewable energy sources by 300 to 400 percent and squeezing much more energy efficiency out of our cars, buildings and industries. We may also have to invent technologies that pull carbon out of the atmosphere. But most importantly, the report calculates that all of these actions will have only modest economic costs and will barely slow down global economic growth. Chairman Pachari says that's not even including the economic benefits of avoiding dangerous climate change. Loss of human lives, loss of ecosystem services and species So really speaking, the affordability question has to be seen in the context of what would happen if we don't take some of these steps. But on top of that, this report says that all of the economic models 
are good, are positive. They may be slower than what they would be otherwise if we did absolutely nothing, but that this is not going to be the economic catastrophe that uh, Fox News and the Republicans enjoy pretending that it will be. Right. It won't be free, but it won't be that bad, says IPCC co-chair Otmar Edenhofer. Climate policy is not the free lunch, but climate policy could be a lunch worthwhile to buy. We have the means to do this, but it remains a huge, huge challenge. Uh, but you could say it does not cost the world to save the planet. It does not cost the world to save the planet. And that's a point that I think needs to be made because this is the new line I've heard from deniers. Now they just say, oh, you want to destroy the world economy by taxing carbon and, and so forth. That's how desperate they've become. Right. And the scientists say, no, actually, it will bring economic benefits from innovation and it'll cost a lot more if we don't do anything. So taking action now will be a lot cheaper and a lot safer than waiting. And good news, the IPCC says the political will is actually rising around the world, with governments already taking action to invest in resilience and clean energy. That's the encouraging news. But the fact that they are recommending we get down to zero emissions by the end of the century, and that they have built their climate models on that premise— tells me we may be in for a lot more trouble than even the UN IPCC thinks we're in for, because I don't see this world getting rid of its emissions by the end of this century, do you? I think it depends. Disasters often have the point of focusing the mind, so... So it depends how bad, I guess, it gets between now and then. Could be. To find out how bad it might get between now and then, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us and follow us on the Facebook and the Twitters at Green News Report. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. I'm gonna clean up